When I was in Australia last weekend speaking at a conference in Sydney, everyone was abuzz about a documentary that was to appear on mainstream TV, Channel 7 Spotlight, which is a little like TVNZ Sunday program. This was the promo. I was 15 when I had my breast surgically removed. It's the most controversial story this year. Children are being told they should change from boy to girl or girl to boy from as young as 12 years old. Thousands of kids are doing it and regretting it. I've gone through a medical catastrophe. And parents are being kept in the dark. No children should be transitioning without the parents' knowledge and consent. I believe our children are being lied to. These are life-changing decisions being made before our kids have any idea of the consequences. Is a generation being brainwashed? It's a medical scandal. When we reached out to the bosses who run these clinics, all we got was silence. Urged on by social media, but it's confused kids that are paying the price. I was just looking for a sense of belonging. Seven News Spotlight on Seven. Yeah, well, do you think TVNZ's Sunday program will play this documentary in New Zealand? Let's have a watch of just a few short clips. The whole documentary actually features US teen Chloe Cole, who I recorded an interview with for our recent conference. Let's check it out. So as you saw, Seven News called it, quote, the most controversial story of the year as Spotlight uncovers the irreparable damage being visited on a generation of confused kids wrongly diagnosed as transgender, end quote. Wow, do mainstream media actually admit that? Well, they do in Australia. They've finally broken their deafening silence on the issue. And in the documentary, interviewees included detransitioners, parents, medical professionals, and politicians, all of whom bravely spoke out about the irreparable damage being done to children under the guise of so-called gender-affirming care. One detransitioner said, I'm never going to be over it. They're wounds. They're not even scars. I'm still bleeding. I'm still processing and grieving. I've literally been violated by the medical industry. Let me show you just a couple of short clips. Firstly, a paediatrician, Dr. Dylan Wilson, who is deeply concerned. From all your experience, from treating dozens and dozens of children, what do you think is the main cause of gender dysphoria? I believe there's a genuine group of children, a small cohort of children, who, for reasons that aren't clear, have a significant distress around the sex of their body. And then there are another group of children who, more recently, have become entangled in the ideas around gender and what that means and what they're supposed to be as a boy or a girl in conjunction with overarching issues of mental health dis disorders, anxiety, depression, trauma, autism, and confusion around their sexual orientation. And they run with the idea that this means that they are meant to be the opposite sex and pursue that avenue. It's a, it's a big mix of children. There's no one particular answer. And because you've got one big mix of a whole range of different children, that means there's no one treatment pathway that is the right thing to do. And regardless of that, there's no children, I think, who would benefit from blocking their puberty as the answer to any of those issues. It's... Not, not one of those kids? No. 
I don't think any child or their parent can truly consent for what that treatment brings to that child as for them as an adult. It's a, an issue of consent. Yeah, and he then warns about the social contagion aspect, especially on social media. Uh, and then they interviewed a child psychiatrist who was actually stood down because she expressed concerns about the affirmation model. In simple terms, why were you stood down from your clinical duties at the hospital? The hospital took the opportunity to remove me from clinical duties on the grounds of being a danger to um, trans and gender diverse children. Because I've got a history of expressing concerns about the gender clinic in the hospital and the model they're using called the affirmation model. This affirmation model, mm. can I paraphrase that? Tell me if it's wrong. Mm -hmm. So if a child comes in and presents with gender dysphoria, regardless of the mental state of that child, the hospital and the gender clinic just goes along with what the child wants. Yes. So, so the hospital just expected you, directed you in fact. Directed me. If a child was presenting with gender dysphoria, you were, no questions asked really, send them straight to the gender clinic. Yes. Uh, forgive me. Yeah. And she says that medical professionals are too scared to speak up, similar to what uh, medical professionals in New Zealand are saying as well. And then they speak to a medical professional from Sydney University, Professor Ian Hickey, who encourages transitioning. Yep, they actually went off to the other side, uh, unlike Sunday program might, and actually found a contrary view uh, to what the overall documentary was saying. And uh, with this, pro-transing doctor. It was a pretty explosive interview. Let me show you just an excerpt. Should we shut these gender clinics down, do you think, before they do any more damage to our children? Absolutely not. In my view, most of the serious gender clinics in Australia do a great job and deliver obviously considerable mental health and physical health benefits. So you agree with their affirmation model, do you, where essentially the child gets to dictate the terms. The child doesn't dictate the terms. The child isn't driving the car here. And I think the position you're presenting is not representative of the genuine situation. Parents well, who've hang, had hang, kids... Hang on, when you say the genuine situation... The great majority... Are you, are, you, are you saying the people who are speaking out, those people who have been affected, the casualties in this, are not genuine? What I'm saying is the great majority of people who come forward, forward for care, kids who behaved in a certain way since a very early age, who come forward at puberty, and the youth who come forward in adolescence genuinely come forward seeking to understand the situation in which they find themselves. So what really needs to be represented are many of the positive stories. How many lives have been saved? So the kids whose lives have been wrecked, where do you, where do you put them? In the whole of medicine, we are dealing with situations all the time. If you have a surgical procedure, if you have a medical procedure, you take any medicine, you seek care for any reason. Yes. There is a chance, there are after, chances. That's after comprehensive medical analysis. Not an affirmation. Yeah. I mean, chopping off healthy breasts or other parts of the body is definitely not normal surgery, is it? Will we see this documentary in New Zealand? I've messaged TVNZ Sunday asking them. Crickets. Nothing. No response. It really doesn't fit the mainstream media narrative, does it? It seems Australia is up for a debate on this important issue. New Zealand activists are too scared of a debate because their ideology would crumble under scrutiny. And children are the biggest losers. Mm -hmm.